On today's Locked On Big Ten, media rights in the Big Ten are back in the news. What could a potential billion-dollar deal mean for the conference going forward? We'll talk about it here today on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Listening in on Locked On Big Ten alongside Jacob Rood, the host of Locked On Hoosiers. I'm Nate Dickinson. We're coming to you here to talk a little bit about what's going on with the Big Ten media's rights. As things start to heat up, as news gets not really broken, it's not really news news, but some rumors start to go around, Jacob. It's being reported that this deal could be north of a billion dollars when it's all said and done. As far as what we already know, we know that Fox is at least maintaining the half of Big Ten games that they've had in this previous deal. Now, if they could get more than that, they, they could end up doing the same deal they've had where ESPN networks get the other half of these games, along with Big Ten network getting sprinkled in there as a division under Fox too, and, and then there could also be these new players coming in, Apple TV, Amazon, everything that everyone who watches TV is used to by now having to kind of think about. That could be getting into your sports watching now too. But there's a whole bunch of other angles to get into this with as well, Jacob. I do want to first talk about just like what this has always been about, and that's the games on TV. I don't know if there's any way to find out exactly what's going to happen here, but I feel like at the very least, we're going to have at least one, two games, some sort of experimenting with some sort of new, new age service that could put some people out of watching games. Yeah, I'm fascinated. That part is what's most interesting to me to see where all these games end up. I would be really surprised if Fox ended up with everything. If they did, that means they played it, paid a really pretty penny for it because a billion dollars per season is just such a astronomical number to me and so I would imagine as you said there's going to be games all over the place I'm really intrigued about potentially putting them on Apple TV or Amazon uh, I've watched Apple TV started doing the MLB games this year and I've watched those and I mean it's a it's a good broadcast I enjoy it it seems like Apple wants to get more involved in sports streaming broadcasting whatever you want to call it. So there could be avenues from there. I think it'd be silly for the Big Ten not to at least explore those and leave that possibility open, whether it's um, Apple, whether it is Amazon, Hulu, whatever I, whatever system it may be uh, or place it may be. I think the Big Ten would be smart to leave that possibility open because that seems to be where the future is in streaming like that. and. But at the same time, I mean, they're getting a billion dollars per season as is. So uh, it's hard not to just say keep the status quo and continue what you're doing. But I I'm really intrigued by that and see how many games, I guess, if any, but how many games uh, will be on streaming platforms like that and what games they choose. I don't imagine they're going to put Ohio State Michigan on there, but uh, what type of games that they choose to put on those streaming platforms. I have to imagine it's largely going to be, though, a similar deal to what we've seen before. I don't see ESPN being out of this. 
by any means. Uh, if they don't end up maintaining their half of this deal, I'd say maybe they get most of it. Uh, I would imagine Fox, of course, has already guaranteed their half of the deal. So maybe Vox gets a little bit more of a cut there too. But I'd imagine it's largely you're going to be watching Big Ten games on ESPN and on Fox. And Big Ten and Fox really kind of strengthening the partnership a little bit more because in these negotiations, Big Ten is bringing Fox people in to kind of consult on what to do with the other half of these games here. So it's seeming like at least the Big Ten's happy with the relationship right now. Fox has been putting a lot of effort into that kickoff show that's been surrounded a lot about the top Big Ten, around the top Big Ten game of the week, whatever that is, very often. So Fox is putting a lot of time and investment and airtime into the Big Ten. The Big Ten seems to be perfectly interested in continuing that. So I don't think anything between the Big Ten and Fox is going to uh, at least get any weaker as time goes on here. Maybe they try and take a little bit from ESPN. Maybe they try and at least spread things out a little bit more so there can be some more money involved in this deal for everybody. But Again, Fox, I think, is the main driver, at least in the decision making outside of, of course, whatever it is that's going on inside the Big Ten offices. Now, there's a conversation with the money here that's become a lot different over the last few years, Jacob. Now, again, as I mentioned before, this was just about where people were going to watch games. Of course, who gets the most money for the universities matters for recruiting and things like that. And the Big Ten is, by the way, tops in the nation already before this deal was getting done as far as the money that they get per season for their game rights staying competitive in both football and basketball has the big 10 at the top we'll, we'll talk more about the future of that here in just a second but at least at the moment the big 10 has that advantage over everyone and it's going to get bigger here very very soon so when you're talking about this money advantage here and you're thinking about venturing into maybe new spaces like an Amazon or a Hulu. If ESPN just throws a bunch of money at it, which ESPN has been known to do from time to time, yeah, is there a situation where the money becomes so much and the situation here where the money matters that much more and more than it did before? Again, media rights are the biggest money drivers for these athletic programs. So when you're talking about getting players from NIL and getting things like that, it's more than just having the nice facilities for the recruiting trips now. Now this money is going to be directly affecting possibly who's playing for your universities. Again, it doesn't really work like that with name, image, and likeness, but if it ends up becoming something like that in the future, it's something where it's, again, just going to be an advantage Big Ten teams want to have. I'm interested in trying to figure out what that balance is between the media side of it, this media rights deal, and then also the dollars that are, are all important here. Yeah, I think we're very much in kind of the preliminary stages of NIL and what it's eventually going to be. It's going to be really hard for colleges not to start having to get involved in that in some aspect. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know that at a billion dollars per season, uh, that comes out to – roughly $71 million each big yeah. 10 school is going to take. And that's just, that's absurd money. Like it's hard to have that public and then not make more of an argument for uh, NIL deals to expand and uh, have them getting some of that money. Cause ultimately they're kind of the driving force of why people are tuning into these games, but it is a fascinating aspect. It, it's, 
it's something that I'm not sure people probably have a lot of a grasp on anyway, just because NIL and those deals are kind of ever evolving. I mean, you saw with um, the player at Miami last week where he's basically holding out because he wanted a better NIL deal. And that was something that, I mean, for me personally, was just like a fascinating thing I never thought about uh, when it comes to NIL stuff. So I think you're going to see more things like that, more things that nobody really thought about kind of coming up. And I do think NIL is going to continue to expand and those deals are going to change. Uh, But the baseline is players are going to be getting more money. And uh, when you're signing a deal with just this, so much money, like an astronomical amount of money, uh, you have to think that at some point you're going to loop the kids in and the players in on that in some way, because a billion dollars per season is just such a huge figure, $71 million per school. Uh, it, it feels like there's only so much money you could even spend to uh, spend that $71 million. So um, I that is something that's also interesting is just what this means for the future. Maybe the, the, the networks um, agree to do something with the students that becomes part of NIL stuff too. I'm not really sure you can get creative. I don't really know what the rules pertail, but I don't know that anybody really knows what the rules are right now, because it's just kind of this ever evolving thing right now. Yeah. Well, well, it's just one clear cut rule is that you can't have the money going from the school to the players still. So we know that exactly this money can't just go straight into players' pockets, but today's episode of Locked On Big 10 is brought to you in part by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's got everything that you want out of your bar, but of course, nothing that you don't. All the nutrition and things that you need. 15 grams of protein with less than 5 grams of net carbs and sugars, but also 100% chocolate in every single bar. It's, again, something that looks and tastes like a candy bar. They've got all sorts of other products, too. The Built Puffs, marshmallows you can throw right in your mouth, taste great, and give you that energy you need as well. For those and all other sorts of products and flavors to choose from, head on over to Built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order. Again, it's Built.com with promo code LOCKED15 with 15% off. I am interested about the future, at least with these now media deals, because the Big 12 has to make one soon. The Pac-12 has to make one soon. The SEC, probably the most worrisome if you're talking about the Big Ten losing this lead as far as the money it's getting. It's already signed a deal with ESPN that's going through, but in a good amount of time, like when that deal's done, it still could very easily, and I would imagine will, pass up whatever the Big Ten's deal is then, but at any time. I feel like this is new because this is the first round in which we have these new competitors in the market. It was Fox, it was ESPN, really only for pretty much all sports the last time this happened. Yes, there are other players potentially, but it it wasn't like it is now. Now you've got people who are not only one interested in getting started with this kind of a thing, but at the same time have already shown that they're interested in getting into the content game in a way in which they'll throw a whole bunch of money at. Apple Plus is throwing a whole bunch of money at new TV shows and things like that, trying to get it off the ground. Sports is the surefire thing to make sure that you have eyes, to make sure that people are coming to your platform. Live sports broadcasts 
is it possible that like a big 12, do you think a big 12 or a pac 12 who I don't really think add up as far as where they bring, as far as sports value to the table and viewing things like that, could those two conferences still pass up what the big 10 has here just because of the people who are going to be bidding. And could the big 10 consider that when we're going into these things with, with our conference? I'm not even sure the big 12 is going to be a conference by the time their, their TV deals up. But uh, jokes aside, I, they, those two conferences are going to have all eyes on this because this is going to be a uh, kind of trend setting type of deal. If they do get involved with Apple or Amazon or something like that, because um, uh, the PAC 12s deals up in 2024, the big 12 the year after that. So uh, they kind of have the luxury of sitting back and watching how the Big Ten games might be performing on Amazon or Apple or with these new ventures, and then they can make their decisions accordingly. Um, so they have a little bit more uh, maybe flexibility or the ability to sit back and look and might create a little bit more leverage for them or more options for them if the Big Ten tries um, – to put games on Apple and it works really well, but there's a, a hard cap on how many games that they can put on there. Uh, maybe the PAC 12 comes in and, and takes a big chunk of that money or the big 12 as well. So uh, this is a really interesting time for media rights deals uh, because there are so many competitors, uh, not just Apple and Amazon too. I mean, CBS and NBC seem to be involved in it as much as anything um, with Paramount plus with, uh, Peacock and whatever. So everybody has a streaming service that is going to be of note. Um, and that really seems to be the driving force behind a lot of this. So uh, it will be interesting to see what the PAC 12 and the big 12 do, because they're going to have the luxury of sitting back and uh, kind of seeing what's, what works for the big 10, what maybe doesn't work and, and kind of making their decisions after that. Do these conferences, Big Big Ten, otherwise, do they care about what works? Does it matter if those games are on those channels and looking good? Does it matter if they have to let their fans know that they got to go to five different places? It seems like to me this would just be a money thing. Yeah, 100%. I mean, what works when I say that is what works financially right. uh, because that's, what, that's all that's going to matter. What works best for them to get the most money because – Ultimately, they don't really care if you have to download five apps on your iPad and uh, however many apps on your Fire Stick or whatever on your TV. As long as they're making the most money, they don't really care. Should fans be rooting for more money to their schools or easier watching for themselves? Um, it's interesting because it depends on what you think the future of NIL is. I don't ever think it's going to be straight college paying the athletes. Uh, so I, I would say probably root for, I personally would root for easier watching. I would like, I would love it if there's one central place I can go and watch all the big 10 games and not have to worry about trying to find where this week's IU game is at or where this week's Ohio State, Michigan games at or whatever it is. I, I would like one central place, but I would say the argument for getting the most money is probably NIL related. And I mean, there also is like some form of bragging rights of wanting to be the conference that makes the most money. You don't want those evil guys in the SEC to make the most money. So uh, there is something along with that. But 
I mean, selfishly, I just want whatever's the easiest to find all these games on. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, obviously the money goes places too. It's not like it, 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 before we were paying people with the NIL stuff, that was the argument, right? That this money yeah. goes to facilities and stuff that make people want to come to your school and play for you. Now it's just, of course, there's dollar amounts to go alongside that and the nice chairs and stuff in the facilities don't really seem to matter all that much, you know? It's not exactly the same. Uh, but we'll see again what happens. It, again, it's been a lot of like NIL and talk like that here because, I mean, when we talk about money, that, that has to be part of the conversation now. We don't know exactly what all that's going to be. But again, at least for right now, this media rights money, at least I'd imagine for this contract, at least, is not going to go straight into players' pockets by any means. That would be a big big change for the NCAA schools that, I mean, the foundation of this amateur, amateur sport, all of it. We'll, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. Again, it's been a crazy, crazy first couple of years of this too. Uh, Jacob, I did, again I did have one other thing that I, I would like to see with, uh, and it could be interesting to see if this is kind of where they experiment in some ways, but um, with the big 10 network and uh, there's, there's so many sports that just don't get televised and uh whether it is i mean there's a lot of women's basketball games in the big 10 that whether it was your iowas your ius your maryland's those were all top top programs that were just not on tv they were on big 10 plus but right there are there are productions of it yeah yeah so i'll be interested to see if they try to put that anywhere where it's a bit easier to watch because i mean I mean, specifically when it comes to women's basketball, they set records for viewership this year, but that applies to, to men's basketball as well. Maybe they try to put some more of those games on uh, the streaming platforms and make them a little bit more easier to find. That could just be another aspect of this as well. Yeah, you're right. Because again, if they're already having the productions there, there's no point in not putting it in more places but of course uh, you understand the big 10 being protective of what it has too but again you you want your sports out there so yeah it just makes sense to try and get that kind of stuff done but again we'll see who's willing to pay for that kind of stuff too and again it's all stuff that we'll just have to read about after it happens Uh, jacob roots with us here on locked on big 10 once a week he's on locked on hoosiers every single day jacob remind everyone how they can get the show before we let you go Yeah, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. We're obviously everywhere that podcasts are available over at YouTube as well. And you can follow me at Jacob Rude. You can do the same for Locked On Big Ten with the podcast. Again, be sure to turn tune back in tomorrow for more. I'll actually be back in a minute here to wrap things up here on Locked On Big Ten. Thanks again, Jacob, for coming on. As always. Summer is just around the corner, which means that's a drive-in season. If you're someone who's a car guy, you could need to make some repairs, might want to make some upgrades, or just a couple of quick fixes. Need a new mats for the bottom of the floor, too. Anything like that, from the smallest of little 
knickknacks you can put on a car to the biggest of repairs to rock auto has you covered it's a part shop unlike any other because well one it's not a shop it's online you don't have to deal with that middleman of the dealership or part shop that could one hike up the price and two not even have what you're looking for to make sure that you get what you need at the best price without having to leave your couch, head on over to rockauto.com right now. And of course, if you do use the service, let them know that we sent you. Put Locked On in their little How Did You Hear About Us box when you check out. That's Rock Auto, the place to go for anything that you need done with your car. Welcome back in here on Locked On Big Ten. Thanks again to Jacob Rood for joining here on the show today. Before we wrap things up, I wanted to touch on one thing that I think the Big Ten is doing very, very well, as we spent some time talking a lot about the money that's changing hands in college football, whether it be Big Ten media rights coming up soon, NIL moves in the Big Ten that have or have not been made, depending on what players your team is and is not getting. It's a whole lot to talk about and a whole lot of stuff we've been hearing. But John made a really good point yesterday. When I brought up the fact that we're seeing things like Nigel Pack going to Miami, we're seeing places like Texas A&M or USC on the West Coast make these moves, I asked, why hasn't the Big Ten jumped in as deep as some of these other places seem to have? And he pointed out that end of the sentence to me. Seem to have. It's not like the Big Ten doesn't have the money to spend here, right? These institutions are known for being able to compete in median dollars and in alumni support and other things just as much as any of the schools down south, or at least to the point where they can compete for any of these recruits, no doubt, with the numbers they've been getting so far. So why isn't there anything where we're hearing about the car and money deal that Nigel Pack's getting at Miami or anything like that with Big Ten schools? You got a little bit of it with Quinn Ewers, but that was really just a leaked I guess, report coming out. Nothing was ever really official with all of that. But I thought of that as a negative before. I think John was really, really good in pointing out how it could very well be a positive. Because just because we're not hearing about the Big Ten making these moves doesn't mean that they're not being made, right? There's a whole lot of speculation about schools like an A&M or others who are potentially getting guys we haven't seen them get before because of NIEL deals that are being made behind the scenes, maybe. And I think that's really, really smart for the Big Ten to be doing if the Big Ten is doing it, and for other schools, kind of obviously, to be doing too. But while I'm talking about jumping in here and really wanting to take advantage while there are no restrictions on anything with both John and then Jacob here, I think it's really important to, and the Big Ten has done a good job of this, keep things close to the vest as well. Because the Big Ten, I believe, is spending just as much money here and putting just as much time into figuring out this NIL as everybody else is. They want to get the best players here because that's where the money is and yada, 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 yada. If there's any sort of advantage to be had in doing that, the Big Ten is exploring it, especially since the NCAA has now said in at least this little box, it is legal and okay. But we're seeing a huge, huge ballooning of what this is. And at some point, some point, as we talked about with John yesterday, somebody is going to have to put some sort of regulation or is going to try to put some sort of regulation. Because... 
Of course, if this stuff just keeps growing and growing and growing, everyone can make all sorts of endorsement deals, and then these college guys are making just as much as the pros. Not that that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying that I think there's at least a line where we get to a point where the market changes and people aren't willing to pay any more unless they're being paid straight to pay or, again, playing professionally. But anyway, I think the point I'm making that is if this is going to be restricted at all, whether that's soon or way down the road in the future, you have to imagine that it's going to, at the very least, hurt these schools who are leaning on it heavily right now, and at the very worst, become punishable. What these schools are doing, at least as far as the directness of what some of it seems to be, the directness of a Nigel Pack, supposedly really... I mean, he didn't sign a contract, but he basically signed a contract, right? He had an ideal deal in place for him in Miami if he chose them, which is by the letter of what they're saying right now, okay. But I know is not what the NCAA had in mind when it gave this inch. The players are taking a mile right now. The schools are taking a mile right now and getting them as much money as they can to come there. And while the Big Ten is taking all of its part in it, in it, I know. I'm just saying that maybe it is a little bit smart to not be so public about how all of this is going. And maybe not to be in the headlines as much as we're seeing another school like a Miami or a USC or anybody else be. Maybe that's just a little bit smarter. Quietly go about your business. Don't put it on the newspaper. We'll be back here on Locked On Big Ten tomorrow to talk, of course, about anything that happens between now and then in the Big Ten. Until then, Nate Dickinson here with Locked On.